Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are looking at Luke chapter number 7 today. We're getting to verse number 18 all the way down, likely to verse number 23. But we found ourselves last time together talking about how Jesus has power over death. Literally, he raised a young man from dead to life. Now, I have to remind us that we were dead in trespasses and sins. If you've trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have been given victory over death and victory over sin. And we could find that. You can go back and listen to that again if you'd like to touch on that. But verse number 18, we start to encounter something that is a bit taboo, it feels like. Uh, We don't often talk about it. We kind of glance over it. But this is the reality of life. Uh, Luke chapter number 7, verse 18 says this, And the disciples of John showed him all of these things. So the disciples of John uh, were now uh, relaying what Jesus was doing in his ministry. Mind you that if you were to look into Matthew, you would know that John the Baptist is imprisoned. Now, verse number 19, And John calling unto him two of his disciples sent them to Jesus, saying, Art thou he that should come, or look we for another? When the men were come unto him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to thee, saying, Art thou he that should come, or look we for another? And in that same hour he cured many of their infirmities and plagues and of evil spirits, and unto many that were blind he gave sight. Then Jesus answering said unto them, Go your way and tell John what things you have seen and heard. Now we're going to get to the rest of it, but I know that many of us have faced different trials in life. Uh, There are moments in our life where we face great emotional and physical and mental strain. Uh, Maybe you have gone through a season of trials where you've been beaten and battered down by life. And there are many of us that have faced great trials. And you know, in these trials, what John was feeling, he was imprisoned, he was under great distress, he experienced a moment of doubt. Have you ever experienced a moment of doubt? I know that even I, I mean, I'm honest in the sense that I faced these moments of doubt. And faith and doubt, as one person put it, can find room in the same heart. And there is a difference between doubt and unbelief. You know, Warren Wearsby put it this way. He says, doubt is a matter of the mind. Unbelief is a matter of the will. What we're seeing here is that in this very moment, John is is facing great distress. He calls unto him uh, some of his followers, and, and these people had been hearing about this Messiah These people had been hearing about who Jesus was, and John the Baptist had proclaimed who Jesus was. And now here we find John calling some people 
over to him. And he says, I want you to go see Jesus. I want you to ask him, is this really, is he really the Messiah? Or should we look for someone else? They go to Jesus and here they are asking the same questions that John told them to ask. And you see, in our minds, when we are faced with grave difficulty, we begin to question things. You know, doubt is a matter of the mind. We can't understand exactly what God is doing. And there are times in our life where we face these difficulties, we face these situations and circumstances, and yet we don't understand. And so it's not a matter of we don't believe God. It's not a matter that we don't have faith in God but we're doubting what's going on. Well, is this really what you mean to be happening, Lord? Have you have you forgotten about me? If you've ever read the book of Psalms, you'll see this time and time again, doubt coming into the hearts of believers, people who have written scripture. Now, this is, this is a moment where we are doubting what God said. Not that we don't believe, not that our faith isn't in him, but we doubt it, but Oswald Chambers said this, doubt is not always a sign that a man is wrong. It may be that he is thinking. And what we see in the case of John the Baptist is, is that he's right here under great distress. He begins thinking, not that he doesn't have faith in Jesus, but that he's, he's, he's thinking, have I, have I been wrong this whole time? He began doubting himself. He began doubting what he had said. And there are many people today that have faced that very same situation. You've gone through trials. You begin to doubt. And if the devil can get you to that place to where you're, you're even doubting God, oh, he, he, can, he can really capitalize on that, my friend. We see here in verse number 20, it says, when the men were come unto him, they said, John has sent us. So his disciples were obeying him. They go to Jesus, they ask, and this is what I I love in verse number 21. In that same hour, Jesus begins curing the sicknesses, the plagues, the demonic uh, possession, likely some some, uh, oppression. And unto many, he gave sight to the blind. Now this is where it's beautiful. Jesus says, go back and tell them what, we, what we've seen. Tell them what you've heard. Now, if you go back, one of the things that we talked about previously in Luke chapter number four was verse number uh, 17 and 18 of chapter four. Uh, Jesus is there, he's teaching, and he says this, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, to recovering of the sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them are bruised, them are that are beat down with life. And Jesus, in the same hour that people come and begin uh, asking questions on John's behalf to be able to say, is this really you? Are you really the Messiah? Are you really the one that we have been uh, proclaiming? Jesus it's almost like he doesn't even respond. He just begins healing people. In the same hour, his response was not in word. His response was in action. He begins healing people and, and, and proclaiming uh, power over these issues. 
giving sight to the blind, he is reiterating what was mentioned in Luke chapter 4. It would be one thing if it was only mentioned in Luke chapter 4. But my friends, it wasn't. This is actually a prophecy from Isaiah chapter 61. And Jesus is going back, reiterating who he is, not just in word only, but in his deeds, in his actions. And after he goes on this spree, if you will, of healing, giving people liberty, giving people sight, he says, go, and t- go your way and tell John what you've seen and what you've heard, how the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor, the gospel is preached. Isn't this incredible? And this is how Jesus ends it. He says, and blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. And that word offended there really means to be caught away or to be entrapped. Meaning that Jesus is telling him, this is who I am. And this is what Isaiah 61 says. You should know this, John. This is who I am. And blessed is he who shouldn't be caught up, who shouldn't be entrapped by doubt. Have you ever been put there, my friend? And there are are circumstances in life and situations in life where we get caught up with our doubt. We begin doubting who, who God is because of circumstances in life. But my friend, that doesn't change the truth of who he is. And so as we explain the difference between doubt and unbelief, unbelief means you haven't placed your faith in Jesus Christ. You don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God who came to seek and to save that which is lost by dying on the cross and being put in that tomb and being risen from the dead. But there are many people that get caught up with circumstances. And they've overcome, become overcome with a variety of situations. And now their feelings are telling them, they're beginning to feel the doubt. And if the devil can get you to live in that space of doubt, doubt if you're saved, doubt if he's real, you can experience these these situations of doubt. This is where the devil will keep you. And as you are going about your day today, maybe this is one of those Uh, times that we bookmark this episode so that you can come back to it. But if the devil can keep, keep you in doubt, he will keep you from growth. He'll keep you from peace. He will keep you from joy. And Jesus reminds John, not only in his words, he reminds his disciples who was sent to him by showing them his power. Then he says, Go remind him what Isaiah 61 says. Go remind him who I am and tell him, the one who stays faithful, who doesn't get caught up in doubt, is blessed. Stay true to the word of God. Stay true to who God is. Don't let circumstances and and feelings and emotional sways dictate how your faith is true. And Jesus has come that we might have life. And so as you go about your day today, may you have a wonderful day. I look forward to the next time together. But let us not be caught up in doubt. And let us live by faith 
and make it a matter of walking by faith each day, overcoming the doubt in our minds. May you have a wonderful day. God bless. We look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.